Hi there. Welcome to the While You Wait podcast, where it's all about helping women just like you learn about the bladder while you're waiting for your appointment with that specialist. Each week, I'll combine science, medicine, and common sense so you can learn, become empowered, and get started on your journey to dryness. I'm your host, Dr. Sarah Boyles, a board-certified urogynecologist. Let's get started. Thank you so much for being here with me. Um, Can you introduce yourself and tell me your name and what you do? Yes, absolutely. I'm so happy for the invitation to be here. My name is Janice Mitchell, and I am a licensed pelvic health physical therapist. And how did you get interested in pelvic floor physical therapy? Well, so I graduated from PT school in 1995. And at that point, pelvic floor physical therapy, I'd never heard of it. I really had, I hadn't even heard of the pelvic floor, honestly. Yeah, um, I think that's how we all start. <laughs> so I had my first baby in 1999 and I had some major issues after birth. And so I was sitting there one day reading a PT journal. So this was before social media and I I wasn't even on my phone. I was in a paper journal. There was a little ad, (laughs) if anybody remembers back then, there was a little ad for a pelvic floor class and I was reading it and I was like, oh wow, like I have some of these symptoms. So I signed up for the class going, you know, with the intent to like find solutions for myself. And that first morning of the anatomy lecture, it was mind blowing. I was like, Oh my word, so exciting to understand my anatomy and how it works and the impact that it can have on your life. And so really that was a pivotal point. Like I knew that I wanted to help other people because I was already a physical therapist and then finding out this, this specialty area that I could make such an impact on people's quality of life. So that was in early 2000. Yeah. And so you have your own clinical practice, right? Where you see patients kind of face to face, but you also provide some online services, correct? Yes. Yes. So uh, I have uh, several clinics in the central Texas area. And then in 2018, I started a nonprofit called My PFM. So I'm on social media and I have a website and so forth. And so my passion has been to increase pelvic health awareness and access to pelvic floor physical therapy because there's so many people in the U.S. and beyond that will never, ever go see a pelvic floor physical therapist in person. And so being able to provide resources virtually so that people can improve their quality of life was really important to me. Yeah. Yeah. And you do such a great job of getting the word out there in a way that I think is really approachable and not scary. You know, there's things about the pelvic floor that can be daunting to to women and just presenting it in a really honest, open, but, you know, kind of funny way. Yay. Thank you. That's a huge compliment. I appreciate it. So then you also have some courses online, correct? Yes, yes. So I have a couple different, uh, basically, options. So I have a membership for providers. So this would be for any pelvic health providers that want advanced courses uh, on a regular basis, webinars, 
geared to pelvic health and a lot are geared to pelvic floor physical therapy, but not all. And so that is, that's for providers. And, but my real, real passion is helping people that either won't or can't uh, go to in-person pelvic floor physical therapy. And so I have a group coaching program. And so basically this is a program that not only provides education and information, but it also uh, provides support and accountability, which I think like taking a webinar, that's great. Like, okay, now I understand what's happening, but having the support and then the accountability, like we all need that. Yeah. So I, I mean, I agree with you. I think a lot of women really need the support and we all want it in different ways, right? I mean, some people are comfortable doing it face-to-face. Some people want a group. So when you have your group, how many people do it at a time? And, and if I'm shy and I don't really want to interact, do I have to? Right. So the group is webinar style. So like I do live Q and A's and live um, workouts. Okay. And so uh, these are virtually on Zoom and I, I do have to just give a disclaimer. Like I just started this like a couple months ago. I had a prior coaching group, but this is, I, I'm, as I continue on, I tweak things. Okay. Yeah. And like this worked, this didn't work. And so, um, so now we're doing it webinar style for that exact reason that there were a lot of people that really didn't want to be on camera. And so yeah. webinar meaning, you aren't on camera unless I invite you. If I invite you to come forward, then you can choose to accept and then you can come forward. And so I'll let the class kind of also guide me. Like if if they want to be interactive, then I'll bring them up. But if it's just me and they want to type in the chat, that's fine too. So it's yeah. really, really up to the person and how they want to. And I'm sure it's different group by group, right? Where, I mean, sometimes, you know, you see your peers being honest and then you're more comfortable coming forward and being honest, but it really depends on the group dynamic, right? And how all of those things evolve. It really does. And how long they've been with me too, right? So the first time, you know, more people are less likely to be wanting to be on camera. And then as, as they get more comfortable, um, it's, it's a funny thing. I mean, I find for me when I'm on webinars and Zoom meetings, I'm more interactive than I am in person. I, you know, I, I don't know why I find it a little bit more liberating, but I don't think everybody feels that way, especially when we're talking about, you know, pelvic health issues. Yeah. Yeah. So is your program geared for incontinence, prolapse? Both. It's geared for leaks and pressure, so incontinence okay. and prolapse. So many, many of the interventions cross over in those two populations, and so um, it's not geared specifically for pelvic pain. That doesn't mean that if you have pain, you can't join, but it's specifically geared yeah. for leaks and prolapse. Yeah, pain's always a little bit more difficult. And then that group coaching, how long of a session is it? So it's a six-week program, okay. and um, so it the you know there's these three elements. So you have the educational, and so I have 
you know, probably 10 to 15 hours of content for them to watch kind of at a self-paced pace. But I have it broken out into six weeks. So it's bite-sized chunks. And then each week I have homework for them. And so like that first week, we're diving deep into their symptoms. I have them complete a bowel and bladder diary. I have them complete the Australian pelvic floor questionnaire. Um, I have them complete like a, a goal. So what are their goals and so yeah. forth? And so we can really help to identify. And then we take those scores and then we kind of have like a tracking sheet. Okay. So this is week one and then we're, we're tracking. And so then week two, we're diving in, like I'm kind of guiding them to assess their pelvic floor, you know, check this muscle. Like I have a lot of, if, for those of you that haven't seen anything I do, like I love my models. And so I'm teaching them, okay, here's the bulbocavernosis. And then, you know, here's the external anal sphincter, you know, so forth. Like I'm yeah. walking them through a self-check. You know, does that replace, a, a, you know, somebody hands-on? No, I, anyone, I require that they have a pelvic exam within one year of entering the program and that they're cleared by their physician to exercise uh, before I'll admit them. Because yeah. you have to apply to the program and there's okay. different criteria, but those are two key criteria. They need to be cleared to exercise and have had like a, you know, a pelvic exam that... I, when I say normal, like we all have some dysfunction. So I'm not saying they can't have any dysfunction, but they're they're cleared and ready to begin a program. Right. I mean, just and ruling out the big things, right? Exactly. No infections, no cancers. You're up to date on your screening, yeah. all of those kind of basic things. Yeah. No, I and totally being, agree with that. And being clear too, like I'm their health coach. I'm their pelvic health coach. In mm -hmm. this role, I'm not their physical therapist because- right. I haven't put my hands on them. I may not be licensed in their state. You know, there's all different kinds of rules and regulations with that. So I'm a coach, but this isn't specific medical advice for you. I'm increasing your awareness of your body. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so you have to walk that fine line. Yeah, it, it is an interesting distinction, mm -hmm. right? But it is very different than being someone's personal provider. And then at the end of the six weeks, you reevaluate re everything, talk to them about their goals, how... Yes. And actually, I didn't even finish when you said like in terms of the timing. So oh, right. we, have, we have the we have the self-paced work. And then every week we have a live workout and a live Q&A with me. And so I also record those. So if they aren't able to join live, they can download it and watch it later and they can submit questions in advance. Yeah. And they can submit even exercises in advance. Like, hey, how do, because I, it's a very pelvic floor focused, you know, workout. Every exercise really can be a pelvic floor exercise too. So yeah. if they want, uh, they have specific exercise requests, they can submit that to me and then I'm going to incorporate in that, that in the workout for the week. And so then every week they have different uh, homework and so forth. There is a expectation that they're going to do their program at least five days a week. And so I get a commitment that they're willing to do 15 minutes of exercise, whether it be stretching or strength or breathing, but 15 minutes of exercise uh, at least five days a week to enter the program. Okay, yeah. so they're ready to commit to themselves. And so then every week they're turning in their exercise tracker. Uh, so, so they're 
manually marking that off. And so I'm reviewing that every week and making suggestions. I also have them create their own pelvic floor workout. So a lot of times people have different exercises that they like or they don't like. And so I'll give them an audit of that too. So, okay, give me your pelvic floor workout and I will audit it and I'll give you feedback and suggestions. And then at the end of that six weeks, yes, we're doing another APFQ. We're looking at their goals. We're looking at their bowel and bladder diary. And throughout this whole time, I'm available. Like, I want to see that they're tracking and that they're making progress. And if they're not, I'm giving them nudges. Hey, what's going on? How can I help? You know, I'm going to do everything I can to help them be successful. Yeah. So how do you, I mean, this is, that was a good segue. How do you keep them accountable? Because I think that's such a big part of all of this. You know, we all have great intentions, but, you know, personally for me on week three, you know, I'm distracted by other things. So how, how do you keep them accountable? encouraging, celebrating their wins. And I think that that self-tracker, so they need to turn in that self-tracker every week. And so I have them turn it in on Mondays and I'm asking, Hey, what about your tracker? Wait, you know, I mean, I can't force them to, but but I'm sending reminders. I'm sending email reminders. I have it as an expectation of the group. And then they're having to turn in their tracker And I want them to turn it in, even if they only did it once. Like, I'm not here to, you know, to make them feel guilty, but I'm here to encourage them. And, And like, okay, hey, what happened this last week? How can we, you know, increase your consistency this week? Let's look at your life. Look at your daily routine. When can we block out 15 minutes for this? Yeah. And then usually when they're done with your program, they have kind of a pelvic floor routine that they can do in an ongoing fashion with exercises that work for them. Yes, yes. And so I actually have something, I have a Zoom workout with kind of my alumni. And so we do a workout every Monday and Wednesday on Zoom uh, for the alumni people that have gone through the program that want to continue like live workouts with me. And so we do that at 12 Eastern, usually every Monday and Wednesday. And so I have, uh, so my first cohort, like mm, a year and a half ago was three people. And so I have two people from that original cohort that are still meeting me at least once a week, if not twice. That's pretty great, right? That's got to be so so rewarding for you to see those people in an ongoing And now it's really a friendship and a connection. You know, we know each other's kids and what's going on. And and it was really nice during COVID, too, because that was in the heart of COVID. um, Yeah making those those virtual connections and not what? feeling quite so alone. Right. I mean, I think that's one of the weird things about COVID is we all did find different ways to connect, right? Which is, um, which was pretty great. Can you tell me about cost for your program? Yeah, absolutely. So the cost is $9.99 okay. for uh, the six-week program. I generally have deals where it's a 50% off. So I like $4.99. Um, I have um, like little cards, like if, so let's say a provider is out there and you were interested in offering this as an option. I'll send you some little business cards that have like the URL and like a scan code. And then I'm, 
I'm at the point that I'm still actively taking participants. And so I'm generously giving that 50% discount. I don't ever want costs to be a prohibitive factor, but I also feel like making that investment in yourself is going to keep you more accountable. And it's true. Like, hey, I spent this money. I, you know, I need to do this. Like, this is happening. It's true. Um, I mean, there's all that data, right? When you give things for free, people aren't as invested in it, right? Really but when we are. pay for it, we take it all a little bit more seriously. Um, yeah. And so it, it's, yeah. But it sounds like you're offering an awful lot in those six yeah. weeks, right? Yeah. I mean, they're getting Absolutely. a lot of individual time and one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. And if there's ever like a family thing, whatever, it, and I need to extend the access, I will. So I'm very generous with that. And then all of this is really going, any monies that are profiting are going back into the nonprofit to help support our, our um, multilingual resources. So if you go to um, Instagram and you go to the account, my PFM, uh, you'll see we have 30 plus language translation groups. And so every week, like these infographics, an infographic on how to stop leaking, an infographic on yeah, your first public great. or physical therapy visit, you know, whatever the infographic is, we take this and these, these uh, volunteer translators are translating this. And then I have a graphic designer that's helping me. And so then they can pass those handouts out to their communities and their patients and their audiences. And so it's the ripple effect where we're trying to really touch everyone in the whole world. <laughs> it sounds so naive, but that really is my goal. <laughs> I, I love your vision though, right? To, to you know, share all of this education with the world, right? And, and then just enjoying, I mean, you just enjoy every interaction you have with everyone, right? I mean, it seems like you get so much personal gratification. My I feel like I'm just floating on a cloud. It is absolutely not work. This yeah. Is what I well, and I think that comes through, right, that you enjoy this. And I think that's, you know, so important for people who are having um, problems with their pelvic floor, right, and are reluctant to talk about it, to be with someone who's happy to talk about it and even joyful to talk about it. So if someone is interested in joining your program, how do they do that? Where do they go? Yes. Well, there's an application. So maybe I can, yeah. I can give you the link to the application. That would be great. Yeah. Uh, so I'll email you the link to the application. And then I also have, uh, because maybe the person isn't quite ready to apply and they want to yep. know me a little bit more. So I have uh, an ongoing webinar that I'm going to be offering. I haven't actually started it yet. I'll be starting it uh, in early December or late November. And so the, that, you know, one hour webinar, I think is a good introduction to the pelvic floor and to me and to the program as yeah. well. And so it kind of, uh, it's a good segue into the application. But if, if somebody's ready to apply right now, they can, they don't have to go through that webinar. They can just go straight to the application and I'll send, okay. you, I'll send you the link to the application. And then as soon as that webinar sign up is ready, I'll send you that link too. So you can. Okay. That sounds perfect. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. Absolutely. Um, it's my pleasure. Thank you for the opportunity. And if you have yeah. any questions or you see you or anyone else out there, you see any needs that aren't being met, like I want to help. I want to help. So um, 
I think as as we continue on, we see this works well, this doesn't work well, we need yeah. this, we don't need this. And so it's going to continue to evolve. Yeah, I agree. And it's interesting when you're used to seeing people in person, right? And then you're moving to this new format, this new online format, figuring out what works and what doesn't work. Because mm -hmm. it is different. Thanks for listening. If you want more information about me or my online work, check out my website at www.thewomensbladderdoctor.com.